0: Hey everybody and welcome! You are listening to Locks La Roo's Locker Room. Join me every Friday with a different special guest. We'll be breaking the locks off toxic masculinity, one locker at a time. This week I'm joined by the phenomenal Black Pepper. Black Pepper is a drag performer and dancer. They were also the winner of Church of Waishi in 2019. Today, me and Black Pepper talk about dancing, developing your own style and overcoming unrealistic beauty standards. Please note that the conversations between me and my guests are purely based on our own thoughts and experiences. Now, with all that in mind, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Loxleru's Locker Room. Today, I'm joined by the fabulous Black Pepper. Hi.
1: Hi, how are you today?
0: I'm good, are you? I'm
1: fine, thanks
0: yeah I'm glad I'm glad to be working with you again because for those who don't know we worked um together on the Wallflower Express I interviewed Black Pepper then so it's good to be having another conversation together and finding a bit more out about Black Pepper so um I thought I'd yeah I thought I'd kick off the conversation if that's okay um I did think about this a couple of minutes ago so it we'll see how this one turns out um so I wanted to ask you so so say, just imagine yourself to be younger now, like a teenager um, and someone passed you um, a makeup brush and like a pair of heels. Like, how do you think your reaction would be like younger you? Do you think you'd be like, not know what to do with it? Or do you think you'd be like, oh, this is what I've always wanted someone to hand me some makeup and heels and stuff. Um, Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: hmm. Younger me wouldn't I would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> why are you doing this to me for? Because I grew up in a, a country where um, it's really homophobic. And although I was gay myself and I was like hiding in the closet, it was just a natural instinct for me to just be like, whoa, I would not, I would, I don't, why are you giving me heels? Why are you giving me makeup for? Because um, um, it was like my wall. So it'd just be like a defense, like, what are you doing? Why are you giving that to me? Obviously, no, um, I'm old and I've matured, like, I've, come to learn and accept myself
0: oh that's that's great to know that you'd um you'd take the heels of the makeup now (laughs) um yeah with me (laughs) if, if someone had done that to me i think um with the makeup i probably would have just like splattered it on my face because um, I was quite creative and just a bit messy but I'll probably still do that now <laughs> and um, with the heels I used I don't know about you but I used to like um, try on my mum's heels um, because my feet would actually fit in them uh... yeah yeah it was actually easy putting them on then apart from I couldn't walk in them in my mum's heels but um, my feet actually fit in them because I don't know if you have this problem um, because with my feet they don't fit in heels at the minute or are you, are you do you get like your own custom made and stuff?
1: Um. But I mean, I, I just buy heels in my size. So what size shoes do you wear? I'm I'm
0: size ten, so there's there's not many.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm size ten as well. I just get um heels like from online, Onlymaker, Amazon. There's certain websites that I use, um, many websites that I use. That sell really good, decent heels, like drag heels that you can dance in, and the heels won't break or anything. So um yeah, there's a lot of websites, but. Getting heels in in a size ten it is a struggle.
0: Um, I'm the same as well. Like um, I think I'm a bit lazy. I probably need to do a bit more searching, or I'll ask. I'll ask you for some links because I'm. Um, I would like to dance in some heels at some point, but we can get onto that in a minute. What's it like to dance in heels? Um, so still carrying on with the topic of like younger you. Um, yeah. So what was it like growing up in your area? And do you think that um, you knew you knew you were like gay at a young age or do you think it's kind of like you there wasn't chance to know if you were like where you were growing up and stuff?
1: Oh um it was it was hard like growing up before I even knew what gay was I just knew that it was like having an attraction to another guy was like an abomination because I grew up in a religious family and I was scared for my life. I, I was like oh my god I need to I need to pray this this gayness away and uh, I, I never spoke about it because I was so terrified about it. I was like, if my parents found out, like I'll be in trouble. And I was probably around six, seven when I had this feeling. And I remember just like every single night I, I like kneel at my bed and I was praying like, God, can you like, let this go away? I don't want to be gay, whatever. And um, as I got older, I realized like, wait, this is really me. But I think it's where I am is the problem and people, the culture and everything where i am like located it's gonna be a struggle for me to ever be accepted no matter how i look at it or no matter how much i explain to my parents that this is who i am so i really struggled um my both my parents are very religious they're both christians and i was one of those christian boys that went to church every sunday friday youth meeting thursday prayer meeting like church was my life and I just was beginning to feel more and more uncomfortable being gay. And I was like, you know, I, I just, I can't do it anymore. And I just pulled away from it all. And even in school, it was a struggle. I was bullied a lot.
0: I know what you mean about um, being bullied. Like, it's kind of like bullies were trying to telling me I was gay before I knew it. Um, yeah. But I, was, I was just going to say a point about... Um, ask you in a minute when you started to express your different style like masculine and feminine because for me it all started um at parties like being drunk and stuff like I'd always um tie my tuff up it it was kind of like I couldn't be able to express my feminine side unless I was drunk or being silly but from doing like boylesque now and performing and stuff and dance um joining the LGBT society I was able to sort of express myself um, sober like how I want to not just when I was drunk and being silly so I don't know, about you when did you sort of like um, sort of express your different styles then
1: um, ooh, let me think about uh, I, so when I came to England it has to be like after the point where I came to England because I didn't properly express it like okay so we had like underground gay clubs back home where I'm from there was just one actually Um, that we went to called Club Eros and that was the only place in the world where I can like feel myself I it was like a group of my friends we were all gay like and we would go there on Saturday I would sneak out of my house (laughs) this is crazy I used to literally get dressed in my room sneak out of my, my house I had sliding doors as well and like slowly close it And like leave my house. And the gay bar was literally like about half an hour walk from my house down the hill. And I would go there and I would meet up with everyone. I would go inside. And the feeling I would feel inside would be amazing. I think that's where it started from. And that's when I realized like, whoa, like I did not have this side to me. And um, I think that's where it started. And then when I came to England now um, for university and I visited London and I went to heaven, um, G.A.Y., oh my God. Like I just remember the feeling when I walked in I just thought, like everyone like I saw people of color I saw white people Asian people just everyone doing their own thing like just living their life unapologetically and I was thinking geez I'm I feel so behind all this time people are living like this when I was back home like hiding who I am so that that just like twisted something in me and I decided like you know what, I'm never gonna hide like myself like at that point I guess for me that was officially like I am no longer in a closet if anyone asks me if I'm gay I'm never gonna deny it I'm not gonna hide it like I'm gonna just be like fearless at this point and that was a good turning point for me because I was finally able to express myself because there was so much that I had inside hiding and um yeah that's where like I started dressing differently I started like painting my nails I started um doing hairstyles because at that time i had like a high top and um i always wanted to put braids i couldn't even grow my hair past a certain length when i was back home because my parents wouldn't allow it and i was like oh you know what now i can do what i want i'm gonna grow my hair i'm gonna like braid it out i'm gonna get like a septum piercing i'm gonna dance how i want i'm gonna wear crop tops if i want um i'm gonna wear heels if i want i don't really care what anyone things because this was like literally me discovering me
0: Yeah, that that I agree, like with me as well, like, um, I think you just get sucked up by it, don't you? And it's quite exciting, like the first um, experimenting with style and seeing other people who are like yourself. I found that when I um, first was on the Birmingham gay scene as well. Um, And then I don't know about you, but even more with performing, it's allowed me to go up another level in terms of like um, experimenting with my style even more. Um, I don't know about you if, like when you started performing more did you sort of was this another like platform a, a way to express yourself as well
1: yeah um as I said like I've been performing as a male dancer back home not uh, in drag so um that was something I really enjoyed so when I started performing um in drag it just brought out a side that I didn't even know because I remember when why she Black approached me to do Second Self at the Village downstairs, I was like, oh my God, no, like me do a drag performance? No way. And why? She was like, you're a performer. You could do it. But in my head at the time, I was just like, I just can't, I can't mix it. I can't understand how to do that. Um, I just can't imagine wearing heels and doing a performance on a stage. Um, it's just really not me but I did it I gave it a go and it was good and then I realized wait this isn't hard like why was I in my head so much about this
0: um so I wanted to talk about a bit dancing um linking it into kind of like toxic masculinity and how it can be seen as like masculine or feminine mm-hmm. um I know we've talked about this a bit on the folklore yeah. express but I wanted to talk about it again here so um for me like with dancing I think I was always, I always wanted to do it, but I was always put off a bit because people like at school or, you know, in PE, people were like, when we did came to the dance part, people were like, oh, this is just for the girls. It's just feminine. No one seemed to enjoy the dancing part. Um, and then it came to, I went to some like performing arts schools when I was younger. Um, and then I remember this one teacher, I know he didn't mean it, but it's this comment sort of stuck with me. We were doing like some dance moves. And then I I think because I was a bit like, I'm going to use the word camp. Um, he was like I'll try not to move in this way because it looks a bit gay Um, and obviously like I don't he wasn't a horrible person but at the time I was a bit embarrassed because I was just like oh I didn't know my sexuality and I was like oh is what I'm doing does it look gay I know that doesn't matter now but at the time I was like 14 15 Um, and there's this negative like view that dancing is associated with being gay or being feminine
1: yeah um it dancing for me growing up has always been associated to be feminine as well. Like um, when I was young, my I started off with ballet. Um, it was like my choice actually, and I did it anyway. And my parents were very iffy at the time. They're like, they don't know how I feel about that. And I just felt like I don't know. Like everyone was looking at me in the room. Like was I was the only boy? I didn't. I forgot to mention that. And uh, everyone's looking like at me, like, what the hell is going on? Like, why is this dude here? Like, yeah here. And so back home they use the words like um, faggot, anti man, batty boy, like these yeah. other words. They don't, they don't really use gay like up here, but um, and I just felt uncomfortable. So I think that kind of made me like wanted to leave. So then I stopped ballet, and then I started doing um contemporary dancing, which was literally upstairs in movie theaters back home, and. I was really happy doing that so I was doing that for a bit did a few shows um competed and all of that and then I remember one day my dad was like oh I'm I'm gonna come and look at you like look at you rehearse and I was like okay and he came and he sat down because there's like a huge glass window where like everyone can watch and spectate and look at you rehearse and everything and when when I finished and I walked out he was like I didn't know it was a bunch of anti-man run this thing. I didn't know it was a bunch of um, gay people, like, you know, run this dance class. Like, why didn't you tell me that? Like, you're never going back. Like, he wasn't even asking me. He was telling me, like, I'm not going back. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. I was broken, and I was like, okay, cool. Because, like, in the Caribbean, like, the authority for parents is really different than England. Like, I noticed here, like, If parents are like that to kids, kids can kind of tell them how they feel and express themselves in the Caribbean. Whatever your parents say goes, if you answer them back, if you deny it, if you try to even argue with them, that's really disrespectful. And if you live in their house, they can kick you out. So it's like, I couldn't even argue. I was just like, okay. And I just had to leave. And I was so broken by it. And I was like, okay, well, whenever I dance again, it probably won't be in St. Martin where I'm from.
0: So with, like, you said that, obviously, like, you went through a difficult time when you were younger with expressing yourself. Um, Would you say you sort of um, had to, like, hide part of yourself when you were younger um, from, like, family or other people at school? Um, For me, I think, I guess, like, It's quite a difficult one because at the time I don't think you know you're doing it when you look back at it you're like oh I wasn't being true to myself but I feel like I sort of had to try and tone myself down a bit now which I don't do now in my performing which is a good thing but at school I had to tone myself down and even when I tone myself down like lowering my voice um, you know trying to you know not be camp or trying to not wear anything feminine or having my hair long but not doing anything nice with my hair so I had to turn myself down a lot I think that's something I had to do when I was younger do you feel like you had to turn yourself down or did you think you did it without
1: realizing I I kind of realized but most of it I didn't realize I just kind of was doing it because it's what everyone else did Uh, I wore really baggy pants and my pants sometimes it was even below my butt I had really big jumpers. I wore snapback hats. I dressed up like a gangster, I guess, um, when I was younger in high school. Even, like, the shoes. I was really into Jordans at the time. Um, it's just a, the style that I had was just so different. The only thing that would make you think, this guy might be a bit gay is because I always matched. So I had the jumper that matched the laces, that matched <laughs> the the baggy trousers, which matched the hat. <laughs> so that was, like, the only giveaway, but, like, The style that I had at the time, was, um, it was all I knew, I guess. It's not like I um, looked at someone else who dressed and was like, wow, I didn't know I could dress like that as well. But it was kind of just how I I just fell into it, really, until I decided to um, change up my style with my hair, which my hair is like my life. Um, My parents really controlled my hair. If my hair grew, like, not even grew, if my hair would even be, like, past a certain point, like, right now, my roots are grown to this much, my parents would be like, you need to cut it. Um, that's too long. And I just felt, every time I cut my hair, I used to remember just being angry in a barber and thinking like, my friend next door can grow his hair or this one can grow their hair and I can't. And it, it didn't even have anything to do with being like gay or queer or anything. They just, um, I think it just had more to do with um, religion and just um, rules and being strict. And um, to me, my hair, like having long hair makes me express my femininity a lot because I can style it. I can, when I'm dancing, my hair plays a huge role in my performance because of hairography and the movement. And it's just like in the moment kind of thing. Whereas if I didn't have hair, then I'd have to move my body twice as hard, which I, either, either way I move my body too much, but um, my hair plays a key role in that.
0: So in your sort of performances, Do you express yourself? um, Because I know you talked a bit about on the Wallflower Express um, how you sometimes come on in drag and sometimes you come on like dress as a boy in like feminine clothing and stuff. Could you explain a bit about that to us? Um, Yeah,
1: My style is I can do what I want really. Um, They hired me at Nightingale to host and if I want to turn up one night in drag, I will. If I want to turn up one night as... Um, a boy or just not in drag, I should say, then I will. Like, it it doesn't really matter the the imagery of it. Like, I'm still giving you the same show. I'm still gonna be Black Pepper. That doesn't change anything. And I think that stigma really has to go, like, where if someone um, is doing drag, they just have to look a certain way all the time. And um, that has helped me a lot because I didn't play with, like, the whole androgynous vibe until I started working there. And I used to be thinking, how can I mix this up? And what really inspired me was I did some research on like club kids back then and like how they dressed and um, really inspiring for me. It really did um, change my life a lot. And I remember looking at it and I saw like pictures of like men who looked like me and they had like muscles, for example, and they were ripped, but then they had like makeup and wigs. And I was like, what? How is that? And it's just like it just is baffling to me. Like still, like I was like, wow, like you can do whatever you want really. And I'm really inspired by club kids. So a lot of times when I do boy looks, I would have like high shoulders, like a face covered with rhinestones or like a really high hat, really like elongated heels, a super cinch waist, just anything really out of the ordinary, full latex bodysuit, for example. Um, I just try all different things. And I think that is, that just is me as a performer. Whether you want to call me a drag queen, whether you want to call me a go boy, it's just Black Pepper. And I don't want to put a stamp on it or a category in it like, oh, this is only what I do or this is what I do. Um, and that's why I respect drag, different styles of drag so much. Uh, bearded drag queens, drag queens who have chest hair, armpit, whatever you want to call it. I just think that you can't put a definition on it like drag is meant to be like that because drag is what you want it to be. And at the end of the day, if you decide that your drag is gonna fit this category, ain't no one gonna tell you what they think it should be. No one's gonna tell you, oh, I think your eyebrow should be higher. What? If I want my eyebrow to be this low, let me keep it this low. Thank you very much. It's like when people, um, oh my God, with makeup, for example, when I just started doing my makeup and I remember a lot of queens used to be like, oh, I want a snatched nose. I'm gonna contour my nose to look skinny. And I was like, is a skinny nose beautiful? Like, is a skinny nose feminine? Because I grew up in a house where my mom had a wide nose, my sister had a wide nose. And like, why do I have to contour my nose for it to look a certain kind of way? So it's like, even things like that, learning to appreciate um, things that, you know, beauty standards, that can go out the door, you know?
0: Yeah, wow, that that's a great way of looking at it. And you definitely inspired me. Um, and that's why I like seeing you perform, because I think that you just do what you want to do and you and you look yeah. fabulous. So I did I did think of something just now. This usually happens in this podcast. Um, I don't know if you've ever had a similar experience. Because um, I was trying to think about a horrible experience in terms of my hair, because obviously from what you said, you said that you went through a lot of, you weren't allowed to have your hair long. Um, I do remember at school, um, I had those two inc- incidences with my hair with bullies one was she's supposed to be my friend she cut off my hair in class which I wasn't impressed um she wanted to be friends after but I said no (laughs) that's kind of a weird um story but the second thing was um these boys always used to bully me and say stuff whenever they walked past me like in a high pitched voice it was really annoying and then they threw chewing gum in my hair um one time um so yeah because I had long hair I I kind of did put myself at risk of getting bullied further, which I did. People like tried to cut it off and throw a club in my hair and stuff. Um, But I still kept it long. I just wanted to say that point. I don't know if you've ever been through anything. I know like you've had problems with like families, but with people at school, did anyone try and like cut off your hair or bully you about your hair or anything? Because yet again, people associate long hair with femininity.
1: um, I never really had issues with my hair in school, if I'm honest apart from just keeping it the right length, which it was obviously underneath the length um, of that. I think my thing was just more like my personality. My hair wasn't, I think for my family, my hair was more of an issue um, yeah. than in school, but I never had that issue. Like if my hair was like the way it is now in school, it would be an, it would be a problem, but I didn't have that same problem in school. Maybe like the way I dressed, um in school is a problem because I wore my pants like, my pants are really tailored like belt really up my waist <laughs> shirt tailored shoes like shined so i probably looked so much like a nerd i guess that you just naturally are the one to get picked on so um thank thank god my hair wasn't in an addition to that because i think i went through enough already
0: um, Yeah.
1: with that but um yeah that must be difficult for you what i was gonna ask you is i like, even know on a day to day when you go like, I don't know, if you go selfridges, do people look at you and your hair or give you funny looks?
0: Um, Yeah, like, I well, since I've been younger, but from now as well, I always get questioned, like, am I a boy or a girl? People just always, like, um, question my gender because I've got long hair. Or sometimes I've found as well, if I tie up my hair, um, I get less looks or less abuse on the street. I don't know if you've found that, like... Um, sometimes if I turn myself down on the street, which I do do sometimes because I get anxiety, I don't get as much abuse. Um, I don't know if you found that, yeah, with your hair.
1: So, like, um, a couple of days ago, I was walking in town, and there was, like... And the thing is, like, I don't know if it's because of my heritage. So, like, for example, a Caucasian person... I don't want to make it about race, but I'm just giving an example. A Caucasian person will come to me, oh, my God, I really love your hair. Thank you, you know? If I am around a, a place where there's a group of black girls or guys or whatever, the looks they would give me and I'll be like, oh my, like, did I do something wrong? Like, is my hair looking bad? Like, I don't understand. And like, because they're so judgmental, they'll be coming so up close and looking, is this your hair? Like, and it's just really crazy. And it's, it's been really kind of making me get in my head like recently. And I'm just like, why, why do they have to be like that? Why can't a, a Black guy have long dreads or long braids? Why is that a problem? Why is that an issue? I just have these odd experiences every now and then with my hair. And I think it'll be something I'll learn, I'll overcome eventually because my hair is not going anywhere, but I'll just have to overcome the, the, ang- like the little anxious feeling you get when you go out in public. Like sometimes if I wear my hair down, I feel less like more feminine if i wear it up then i feel like okay i've seen some guys rock their dreads like this so let me try that which is so stupid to think like that but um it just it's something really crazy and baffling to me why people make hair such a big deal like that
0: but i think you should keep definitely keep wearing your hair down and having it long when you want to because um i i look up to other Guys, or those who identify as male who have long hair, and thinks, oh, if other people can have long hair as well, that means I can. So, um,
1: yeah, exactly. I and mean, you're one of them as well. And Dominus, and like, I, I know I have a lot of friends who have long hair. Even my housemate has long hair. And you know, having long hair or big hair, whatever you want to call it, doesn't define um, if you're extremely masculine or not. You know, which is crazy um don't want to go off topic but something I forgot to mention also with the go-go dancing at Nightingale I remember I was really inside of my head because of my body and being a dancer really makes you pick point everything about your body and like I'm not the typical skinny guy like I have really muscular legs and I am slim but I am like toned so like every time I would like say for example, they book guys from London and they have like huge muscles and whatnot and I'll just be like I could never pull this off like you just you just put yourself so down and you just feel like oh they're just more and like the mistake that you don't want to make is be like they're more masculine than I am no (laughs) like they're just built more than you are but that doesn't make them more masculine than you are because there's men that are like muscular but they're really feminine like have feminine like qualities like you know and I just, I think that was like another thing that made me get inside my head. Obviously like I have long hair plus like my body type. So wow, like, <laughs> you know, but um, what I wanna say is it just, it doesn't matter like what body type you have. It doesn't matter if you have long or short hair. It doesn't matter if you paint your nails. It doesn't even matter, matter about your mannerisms, whether you snap your fingers, do this. Um, I don't know, twirl when you walk down the street. Um, I just think masculinity, like, what the hell is masculinity? Like, everyone's masculinity is different to them. So just do do just do what you have to do and be you. Like, don't ever hold back. You have long hair. Don't feel insecure about it. Like, I admire your hair. If you want to wear your hair, don't wear it down. Long hair, don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you got any anything you want to add on to that? I know we've got a lot out of you already, so sorry yeah. to ask,
1: but is um, there
0: anything you want to finish us off with?
1: Um, oh Well, in in regarding to loving, what I did to love myself, I'm a YouTube fanatic, like I really love YouTube. And I just used to type in, how do I feel better about myself? Um, There are videos about toxic masculinity, as you just said, like research them, watch them, they're out there. But yeah, just um, do your thing and educate yourself. Like sources are out there. There's books even. Um, I remember one of my friends who sent me a book, uh, like those ones you can read on your phone and stuff like that and it was about what is masculinity I think was the title of the book and I was like oh my god I read like a few chapters and already I felt like why haven't I like started educating myself about this earlier I had a friend who messaged me and he was like I want to do a shoot about masculinity and he sent me a mood board and this mood board had pictures of your like your typical standards of a man in the society muscles or either skinny twings who you see on a runway and I was like is this what masculinity means to you what happened to the guys who have like a hairy body or who have a stomach or who have curves or who have really big calves or like and like I had to really like talk to him and also I think a few drag queens like got him in check as well but I was like it's just ridiculous like how masculinity can be so um misconstrued is that if that's the word um out there in the world and you really have to not let people make you feel really shit about yourself as a man
0: yes thanks um black pepper that that's really good and i definitely like that you um stuck up for different types of masculinity because i was thinking then um yeah that's true because just thinking on just to add on to then what um you said before we end um Yeah, thank you for coming on today. I've really enjoyed chatting and finding out more about you. Um, I definitely think as well, everyone, my advice would be, I have to think of something different every episode (laughs) because I've got a few episodes. Um, This time I'd say, obviously, talking to other people, you know, other men, other queer people, other people who are like yourselves, who identify as male and stuff, um, because that can help just talking. Like, it's kind of helped me just talking to Black Pepper today, thinking that Black Pepper also thinks about other similar stuff that I do for example um about your hair and obviously about body I know this is like another topic in general which we might have to talk about at some point in, in some way on a yeah. project but
1: okay.
0: um about dancing I used to think oh I can't dance because I've got this body type or you know I'm a bit bigger or I've got curves or etc or I'm hairy but like you say if you find other people that you look up to and like I've looked up to you Black Pepper and other people who are going to be on this podcast um so yeah to round that up um thank you for chatting to me I also wanted to say because you've got long hair have you ever been compared to someone else like I have had this it's quite funny like people call me Tarzan (laughs) do you know (laughs) so it's like kind of like I'm, I'm ending on a positive note rather than what I've been I've been compared to worse but to end on a positive note everybody I've been compared to Tarzan
1: I've been compared to Migos I don't know if you know them it's like it's three of them whichever one you want to compare me to like they all got long hair and they're dark skin so I guess um I've heard a few times oh you look like me especially if I wear sunglasses and I'm like in a leather jacket or something <laughs> they're just like oh my god you give me Migos vibe and if I wear my hair like up like that it's kind of like giving that vibe and I'm like oh my god
0: I would like to thank today's guest Black Pepper for coming on to this podcast if you want to catch more of Black Pepper then check them out on Instagram at IamBlackPepper thanks for listening to Lox Locker Room we'll see you next Friday and make sure to follow me on Instagram at Lox bye